Okay, guys, just a quick little note here um, before this, this one gets going. Obviously, this is being released late. It should have been released on Wednesday. Normally, it is. Um, I thought I got it done and it came and it went through, but there was an error uploading it. I didn't realize it. Sometimes that happens. Usually I just need to just stop it and re redo it. But, um, anyway, there was an error uploading it and I didn't realize it. I just let it go and I just checked it. It is Thursday evening, Thanksgiving night. I just got back from my great Thanksgiving. Hopefully you guys all had a great Thanksgiving as well. Obviously the Thursday games already happened, but we recorded this before the Thursday game. So hopefully you guys can still enjoy it. And of course, we're all the Sunday games and everything are also on this as well. But I just want to let you know, uh, obviously, I, my apologies for getting it out later than I thought I would. But um, like I said, there was an error I just didn't realize. But anyway, let's get to it. The week 12 preview show. Here we go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Perks Recap Podcast. It is time for the week 12 preview show. Hopefully you join us for the week 11 review show. That was a lot of fun. Let's have some more fun. Week 12 preview. Of course, Al joins me as always. Here we go. Here we are. It is week 12 preview time. I cannot wait for week 12. I cannot wait for Thanksgiving it's one of my favorite holidays. It is my favorite holiday of the year. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year. The Cowboys play every year on Thanksgiving. That's a bonus. So it is a big, big week, especially for me, especially for Cowboys fans. Yeah, I love it too, man. I'm right there with you. The three three games, um, great food, no gift pressure. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. It's my. It might be my favorite day of the year, honestly. I absolutely love it. All right, well, uh, it is the preview time, so this is uh, your segment, so uh, I'll follow your lead, so go right ahead. Let's start with the first game, uh, that's Green Bay and Detroit on, on Thursday, right? Let's do it, man. Yeah, Packers at Lions. Um, yeah, this is going to be a fun way to kick off Thanksgiving Day. Let's see if, uh, what do you think about this one, man? The Packers coming off a nice win, but the Lions are the Lions and doing real well this year. Yeah, I, I got to think the Lions are going to take care of business here. Um, their record historically is actually not, not that great in Thanksgiving games, I think, but this is a different era. This is a different team. I go 27 to 13 Detroit in a comfortable win. I don't know if they'll blow them out completely. It is a division game, but I, I think this is a comfortable win. Right on, right on. I, 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 our thought process is similar. Oh, and I want to mention real quick before I forget, I meant to do it right away. There are no bye weeks this week. Um, Thanksgiving week, uh, because of the Thursday games, they don't do the bye. So uh, everybody is playing this week. And uh, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm going a very similar score, actually, uh, 28 to 17. Um, I think the Lions uh, just keep on trucking. The Packers are, you know, they're showing their, their, their little bit of signs of life there, but I don't think they're good enough to challenge a good Lions team. We'll see. I agree. The thing is, too, is um, with with what's his face out, the running back? Why can't I think of his name? Aaron Jones. Thank you. Aaron Jones being out. You know what I was going to say who I was thinking? Here's a name from the past. I was going to say Amon Green. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, uh, with him down in uh, A.J. Dillon getting, the, getting the, the shot and the start again, I got to say, what a disappointment he's been. I think overall, his whole career, you heard about how good he is. 
And every time he gets a chance, he really doesn't do much with it. And uh, I'm fairly disappointed in, in him for his entire career. And especially this year, he hasn't done anything with the chances he's gotten. I completely agree. And this is the, I mean, his, his contract's up at the end of this year. He's a free agent. And if he had, if ever there was incentive for him to play well and show his best, put his best foot forward, it's this year. And uh, boy, I mean, I'm with you. This, this is what he's been a fantasy darling forever. A, uh, a guy who a lot of us, myself included, thought if he just got his shot, he was just going to take well, the ball and just go crazy with it. Yeah, well, I fell into it again because I'm in three leagues, and in one of my leagues I needed a running back. He's starting. He was out there, so guess what? I picked him up. And he stunk. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm talking for this coming week. Oh, 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 for this coming. Okay, well. Because he's, he's going to be the starter because Jones is out. I assume Jones is out. Yeah, no, you're right. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. So he's going to get all the, you know, get the lion's share of the carry. So I picked him up, but I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, expecting to be disappointed. I was expecting like four points or something mediocre. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's never been a big pass receiving option. And uh, you would have to assume they're going to be playing from behind here. So we'll see how it works out. But, yeah, no, he's got, you know, what, six or seven games left to, uh, to, to win himself a contract here. So this start is huge for him. Huge. If he's ever going to do it, you know, he better do it now. Because he's, I mean, millions of dollars are in the balance for him right now. Totally agree. All right. Well, let's go on to game two, and I will let you go crazy with this one. Uh, Commanders at Cowboys. Well, this is a this is the stretch that we were talking about with Dallas, with Carolina, the Giants, and the last game was Washington before their schedule really gets tough again. And uh, we said they had to win all three. They've taken care of business the first two. Um, I would, ex- you know, I think. Any reasonable person looking at this game would say Dallas should win this game. Yep. Uh, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't, other than the division factor, other than Washington just playing up uh, a little bit, and Dallas not you know not being able to get out of the gates for whatever reason, and uh, just playing a really bad game. Is that possible? Sure. But you can't expect it, and you can't predict that. Oh. So I'll say 24 to 16. Um, I'm always nervous for a Dallas game, so I'm always going to be nervous about this game. They didn't play all that great against thank, uh, last Thanksgiving, but uh, they've got to they've got to get the wins when they can. This is a very important game. I know it's not great on the schedule; it doesn't look great for a matchup, but they need to win this game. The schedule gets really hard right after this. No doubt about it, man. Um, I think, uh, like you said, this little soft three game stretch, they've rolled their way through the first two. And I see that continuing against a already bad and declining commanders team. Um, I'm going to take a little more confidence in the score here. 35 to nine. All right. I will definitely take that score. Right on, (laughs) right on. All right, man. Now we move on to the best matchup on paper. Uh, for the Thanksgiving trio, which is the 49ers at the Seahawks. What do you think about this one, man? I I like this game. I'm going to be, I'm looking forward to watching this. I expect to watch just about all of it. The only time I'll miss is probably on my way home from my Thanksgiving dinner at my father's house. So when I get back, I'll finish watching the game, but I'll watch most of that game for sure. Looking forward to it. Uh, the fact that Seattle's at home gives me a little bit of pause in terms of the score Rather than, rather than it being a blowout, I have it as a closer game, but San Francisco's still doing it. San Francisco's on a roll. They're on a mission. 
they got to get these wins back. The three, the, the three uh, that they lost. So um, I'm going to go 30 to 24, San Francisco. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's this is a real good one. I, this is a this is a real really cool one to see where exactly the Seahawks stack up because um, they are playing in what I consider an elite team uh, and they are at home. So how can they hang? Um, I have it very close to you, just a little bit bigger for the Niners, 30 to 21 49ers win. I think the, uh, the Niners are just a, a significantly better team than them still. I think home field gives them a little edge, keeping it closer, but the Niners are just too good and they win in the end. Now, Seattle, this is going to be damaging to their playoffs hopes. Yeah, but as we talked about earlier on our uh, our uh, playoff breakdown segment or whatever we're going to call it, um, that would drop them to six and five. The nearest team still would be the Packers or the Rams or the Falcons at four and six. Right, so they're still in good position. They got a little breathing room. They do. So it, while not awesome, it doesn't totally uh, cut them off at the knees. All right, cool, cool. And I'm doing this off the top of my head, so I'll probably screw some of this up. But I want to throw. You made me think of uh, driving home from your dad's on Thanksgiving. Uh, my favorite um, Thanksgiving Day moment ever, and I wish I could remember who the Titans were playing. It might have been the Cowboys. So you tell me. It, it was probably the Cowboys, or the uh, the the. It had to be the Cowboys. Um, the Titans, I was at a friend's house for Thanksgiving. It's the only time my family ever did that in all my years. And I would have been the mid nineties. It would have been, um, the McNair, uh, Eddie George, Frank Wycheck, uh, Titans. All right. Okay. And they began what I believe ended up being a 17 play drive. If I remember correctly, after all these years, uh, while I was still at Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's house, 20 minutes away from my house. All right. <laughs> yeah. The drive started. I watched the first two or three plays. I hopped in my car and went home, listened to it on the radio while the Titans continued running Eddie George for three yards a clip and then throwing it to wide check on third down all the way home, got out of my car, got into my living room, turned on the TV to watch the Titans continue the 17 play drive that took something like 10 to 12 minutes and put a put a uh, the the hopes of uh, the team I can't quite remember it almost had to be the Cowboys out uh, put them uh, away with that that just epic drive which is still one of my favorite <laughs> drives ever in the history of the NFL. <laughs> those are, those are extenuating circumstances. Wow. Yeah, that was some wild stuff, man. To be able to drive twenty minutes home and still catch the same drive still blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. There's our there's our Thanksgiving Day slate. Now, I don't remember the, have they when did they start doing this Friday game? Has this been happening for a while? First year. This is the first one. Okay, okay. Well, I don't mind it. They I don't just, hate it. Not they at just all. started it, and by the way, I'm thinking they're now this is going to be forever. I think you're probably right. A little Black Black Friday football. I am not opposed. So and a, and an interesting matchup, uh, Dolphins at Jets. Right, but is it? I don't know. I mean, I know Tim Boyle, but the, uh, he's just his numbers are so bad overall, even in college. I just don't. I don't know. I think this might actually not be that great of a game. I think Miami is going to take this, and it's going to be thirty-one to ten. Okay. Yep. Listen, I'm. I'm Right with you. Tim Boyle does nothing for me. I would much rather see Mark uh, Trevor Simeon if I was a Jet fan. Um, 
And uh, similar type score, 27 to 9, Dolphins. Yeah, um, you know, the, they got the familiarity a little bit. And the, the defense is good, but I think last week it kind of showed that if there's no hope, that defense might, you know, starts to mail it in a little bit now. Not in a way that I'm 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 ragging on them. I think no. it's human na- human nature at this point. Uh, they you know they're just so beat down that offense does absolutely nothing, yeah. unless Boyle gives them some sort of a spark, which I just don't see. His numbers are not good, like we talked about, even in college. Um. So so no, uh, it's got to be Miami. I think. It's relatively close, and then when the fourth quarter hits and the defense kind of pulls back a little bit, that's when Miami runs away with it. So, you know, maybe the last 14 points or something are all in the fourth quarter. Perfect. I, yeah, I agree, man. I agree. And I, I like your assessment of the, the defense situation. I agree 100%. Very interesting. Yeah, Dolphins big, man. Dolphins big. All right, let's move on to Sunday, the 1 o'clock slate. We got uh, first one. Now, there's some tough games to pick this week. Uh, uh, first one being, uh, and Sunday, being the Bucks at the Colts, Tampa Bay at Indy. Well, those, they're, they're both in that, that realm of mediocre to bad teams who you don't know who's going to win one week to the next. Yep. Total coin flip for me. Um, yeah. Not a game I'm interested in at all, in, at all either. <laughs> right, with you there. And um, wow, I guess I got to go with the home team just because it's their home. That's probably the, the only basis of my p- prediction here. So I'll go Colts twenty three to twenty three to seventeen. Right on. Okay, fascinating. And the reason I'm laughing is because my score. I'll get to that first. Is uh, the Colts twenty four to sixteen? <laughs> nice. I love nice. it. That's funny, man. Yeah, no, just uh, two. Um, you know, now the Colts are still in this playoff hunt in the AFC, which is astonishing to me. They are five and five, right there with the Broncos, who I just put into the playoffs a couple minutes ago in our other segment. So, uh, um, you know, but I don't believe in them. Um, the but I do believe in them more than the Bucks, especially at home. So Colts yep. twenty four to sixteen. Totally agree. All right, now moving on to another really ugly game that I have even less interest in watching: the Patriots at the Giants. I'm always going to have interest to watch the New York teams because I listen to all that New York radio, and uh, I'd love to hear them crying and moaning and complaining. <laughs> I um, love it. <laughs> I just do. I'm sorry. No, I'm with you. <laughs> and then, you know what? I'm sure. I am sure. There's plenty of people when the Cowboys lose, they go on all their their social media and all their YouTube videos to watch all the Cowboys team, uh, fans crying and moaning because we do the same stuff. So no doubt. Anyway, no doubt. all right. So I actually think the Giants are at home. I think so little of New England. And I kind of liked what I saw out of Tommy DeVito last week. Not like he's a great player. Of course not. They need a quarterback. They should be drafting one, of course. But he was at least okay. Yeah. (laughs) He was mediocrely okay. And at home against that team, that's probably going to be a win. So I say 21 to 12 
Giants over Patriots. Oh, now that's too funny coming off the last one. Check out my score real quick. I'm going same team, Giants. You went 21-12. I'm going 20-13. to We're within one point on two games in a row. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. That's, that's, <laughs> there's some kind of mathematical improbability about that that we're uh, treading on sticker and, ground. Uh, <laughs> and, and don't look now. We also don't have any differences in our picks so far. Yeah, which is wild because there's some tough ones this week. So let's, well, let's get off of that crapper of a game and move on and see if we find any differences. <laughs> All right. Now, this one right here could be one uh, for sure. Steelers at Bengals. This is impossible. Yeah. Tough one, man. Because the Bengals are the better team, obviously, and they're at home. Yep. But they don't have Burrow, but we don't know what to expect from this Browning kid. Right. We have no idea. Right. I can see him coming in, and for some reason, even if it's just for one week because nobody knows him, lights it up and, you know, kind of like a Levitz kind of a situation. Yeah, yeah. Where he just goes off and, and leads them to a win. Absolutely. I can see him being absolute hot garbage in Pittsburgh uh, doing the same to them. Yeah. So how can you pick it? Because you don't know. Tough one, man. Um, I'm just going to believe, because I saw somewhere that Cincinnati's record without Burrow is something horrible, like one in six or something, mm-hmm. or even more, maybe one in eight, something like that. It's that good. Yeah, that's so I'm gonna I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go Tomlin on the road. Uh, Cincinnati maybe being a little shell shocked and uh, maybe a little downtrodden with their season out basically being over. Pittsburgh wins a tight one. I'm gonna say nineteen to thirteen. Okay, okay. Well, we got our first difference, my friend. I am uh, okay, and this was a tough one. I went back and forth on this a few times. But uh, I just think the Bengals, even with the backup quarterback, uh, their roster is so much better than the Steelers overall that I'm going to go with them in a squeaker uh, because even though I think their roster is better, their backup quarterback isn't great. Um, so 20 to 17 Bengals. This is a real tough one, though, man. I, I'm really curious to see the Steelers. Uh, fired their offensive coordinator. We talked about that on the last episode. Um, and this will be the first game of their new offensive coordinating duo where they're having a pass game and a run game coach, which is always odd to me. But um, interesting. Yeah, this is this is going to be fascinating to see which way this goes. Uh, I think it's the first step in the Steelers fading from the playoffs. But we'll see how, how it turns out in the end. Okay. All right. All right, man. Now, this next one. Candidate with the Patriots and the Giants for ugliest game of the week. Um, you'd need to go uh, clockwork orange uh, eye prods to get me to watch either of these. And that is the uh, Panthers at the Titans. Uh, I, I, I despise these teams. I, not, not so much Carolina. They've got an excuse. But Tennessee, you know, Indianapolis even to a degree – New England, the Saints, the Falcons, now the now the Bengals, they have to be in there now. Yeah. Washington, yeah. Green Bay, they are all the Chargers. They're all these teams that I have I have just disdain for because of their year that, that they just 
Ah, I hate seeing them on the schedule. I hate seeing. Yeah, I have no interest in watching any of these games. No, nah, it's a terrible game. Yep, terrible game. Carolina is really bad. Do they get their second win here? Because Tennessee is also really bad. I mean, it's possible, bro. It is. I mean, it could be one of those. It could be. Screw it. You know what? I am. I'm going to go. Carolina gets the win. Oh, I love it. And they're gonna. They're gonna get it. 20, mm, 23, 23, 16. All right. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I mean, you have to figure the Panthers are going to get another couple wins somewhere along the way, and this is a good, as good a candidate as any. I, however, am going to disagree. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the, uh, the home team of the, uh, the two uh, sucky teams and uh, say the Titans win. I still have them scoring 16 points like you, but I have the Carolina scoring only six. 16 to six Titans. Oh, what an ugly game if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's going to – I just – I have one I, – I make uh, little notes beside these games sometime, and the only one I have for this one is ugly. Yeah, yep. Now, moving on from that beast of a game to a what could be the game of the week. I mean, this is definitely a candidate, and I love it. I hope I get to watch this one, although I doubt I will in my home market. Jaguars at Texans. Fun game, man. This is a tough one. Really tough. I went back and forth on this one a lot, too. Well, there are two teams we both like, by the way. We uh we both have kind of adopted Jacksonville as our AFC team. Yeah. But then Houston comes along with Stroud, and we both kind of adopted him as our AFC quarterback. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I love what both of these teams are doing. I oh man, I I hate to have to pick against either one of them. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say Houston gets a close win. And continues this magical ride. They are at home. That is one of the factors. I'm going to go Houston. 30. Jacksonville. 27. Dude. That's crazy, bro. Check this out. First of all, I really thought this was one where we would be different. Because, well, just because, you know, I mean, I know how highly you think of the Jags. Although I do, too. We both think highly of the Texans. Well, guess where I landed? Texans. Houston. Yep. And here's the score. You ready for this one? 30 to 28. What? (laughs) What is going on? That's wild, man. I mean, of all the point combinations in that one, the fact that we came one point apart is wild. That is something else. For the third game in a row, not in a row, but for the third game this week, we're one one point apart. Yeah. Crazy, dude. Crazy. And, man, I hope we get as good a game as we think on that one because it just looks fun on the surface. It really does. It really, Yeah, I totally agree. Although I am starting to second guess. I'm not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. I am starting to second guess the, the score being that high because Jacksonville's defense is playing is good and Houston's defense is playing a lot better. It might not be quite that high, but I'll stick with it. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on all that, and but I'm sticking with it too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Another toughie in the last of the one o'clockers Saints at Falcons. All right. I don't like the Saints. They annoy me. They're kind of like the Chargers. Um, but Kamara is actually having a pretty decent year. Yeah. What is Derek Carr's status? 
Derek Carr's status is still up in the air. He has not passed the uh, concussion protocol yet. Um, his shoulder doesn't seem to be as much of an issue, but I'm not 100% on that. I'll, do, I'll look and see if there's any uh, update at all since I looked this afternoon. All right. Um, well, regardless of Derek Carr's status, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Mostly because... I picked the Falcons to win to win the division early in the year. They're kind of they're still within striking dis- distance of that happening, so I'm just going to go with them on that. And they're home, and Derek Carr may be banged up. Even if he plays, he might not be a hundred percent. So I'm going to go Falcons. I'm going to go ugly. I'm going to go 20, 20 to twelve. Okay. Okay. All right, so the the update on Derek Carr is no update other than what I said. Uh, Dennis Allen said he still hasn't passed the concussion protocol. They didn't even talk about the shoulder, so I'm assuming it's that that part at least is not a concern. But we'll see. Um, now we can caveat. We can always say if he plays, then I pick this. But I'm not gonna. Uh, I have the Falcons either if if Carr win if Carr plays or not. Okay, and I considered caveating this as well, but I'm not going to. And I'm gonna man, and I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna kick myself in my own ass next week for doing this. But uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna pick the Saints on the road, just because I am more disturbed by what I've seen from Arthur Smith than I am from what I've seen from Dennis Allen. So um, I'm taking the Saints on the road in a what the hell am I doing pick? But uh, I'm gonna take the Saints 23 <laughs> to 16. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually going to – I'm putting next to that because I write all these down so we'll review them next week. I'm putting next to that, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> and we'll, we'll find out if I'm physically capable of kicking myself in my own ass if they if they lose. <laughs> <laughs> Fake hip and two bad knees says probably not, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love all it, right. man. All right, that is our... Everybody to the 4 o'clock. Yeah, 4 o'clock. So here we go. And and again, a toughie to pick. Uh, Rams at Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals, um, with Kyler Murray now, they look a little different. They look a little better. They're still losing, though. Yep. But the And the Rams, same thing. Uh, but they are back. You know, Stafford is playing. I know Cup is a little banged up. Mm, this is this is a tough one. I'm gonna go Rams. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with, with the Rams and uh assuming Cup is okay in plays. I might do I wanna caveat it? No, I'm not gonna caveat it. I'll just go Rams. The only caveat will be the score, but I'm not we don't have to get into the into the weeds on that. Right on. So I'll say Rams twenty four uh yeah, 26. We'll say Rams 26 to 20. And if, you know, if Cup doesn't play, then more like 23 to 20 or 21 to 20. Right on. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I, uh, I the, Card- uh, the Murray thing, it's kind of like Murray has gotten them back to where they were in the first couple weeks of the season with Josh Hobbs, where they were they were losing but but competing, you know? Yeah. Um, and that fell apart somewhere along the way with Dobbs, even though Dobbs was still playing okay. But uh, uh, yeah, the Murray seems to have gotten them back to 
competitive loser. So <laughs> I'm going to stick with the uh, loser part, but make it slightly less competitive this week and go 28 to 14 Rams. All right. All right. Okay. Now, this might be the hardest one of the week to pick. Um, it's a tricky one. And we talked about it earlier. Browns at Broncos. Tough call on this one for me. It is a tough call for me. I don't know. I think the Jacksonville-Houston game was a little tougher for me. Um, I'm going Denver pretty confidently. Um, I love what they're doing. I love the direction they're in. And, you know, Cleveland, I know they, they, they got that win. But, come on, they're, they're, they're back, their quarterback situation is such a mess. I know their defense is good. But Denver's defense is actually really stepping up too. Yeah. So I predict an ugly – Ugly 15 to 13 win. Oh, I love that. That is, yeah, that's the epitome of ugly right there. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and you're picking the Broncos, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. 15 13 Broncos. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, that's, I, I did indicate this earlier in our other episode, uh, and I am going to pick the Broncos as well. Um, I just don't trust this Browns team with that rookie quarterback. Uh, they were awful offensively this past week. Um, and, I mean, he did get them that last game-winning field goal drive, but he did not look good. So, uh, And the Broncos are, are uh, going to give him all he can handle on defense. So uh, I'm going to let them score a few more points. We'll see. <laughs> but 23-19, uh, to 19, Broncos win. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, Denver, <laughs> Denver is humming right now. I mean, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. They really are, man. Four in a row. They've gotten themselves to 500 after looking like one of the. They could be one of the worst teams in the league early in the. Another season. big factor for me too is it's in Denver. That helps. Yeah, absolutely, man. That mile high home field advantage is real. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I don't think I have a whole lot more to add there, other than uh, I think the Broncos stay on a roll and the Browns can uh, start uh, in earnest their uh, descent out of the playoff race. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, I agree. All right. Cool. Now, next one, Chiefs at Raiders. All right. Well, Kansas City's still not right. They lost a tough one. But you have to pick them against to win this game. <laughs> I don't see any other way you can, you can look at it. Kansas City's got to win this game. So I'm going to go Kansas City. And I'm not going to say it's a laugher because it, it is on the road and they have not been playing well. But I have a comfortable win for them of 28 to 12. Okay, okay. All right, man. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Chiefs coming off of a, of a tough loss, get right back on track. Uh, even with their uh, glaring wide receiver deficiencies, um, they are still better than a resurgent Raiders team, I think. So um, I'm going to take them 28 to 19. All right. Okay. I can see that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, hopefully for their sake, Taylor Swift will be in the building. <laughs> Who'd have thought they'd miss her so much? <laughs> Apparently she's a good luck charm of some sort. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. I mean, uh, hopefully there's some sort of touring conflict uh, when the Eagles play them in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause she was in Argentina this week when they played last night yeah and they postponed i saw the they postponed uh one of the shows because somebody died the previous night from heat exhaustion so um 
so yeah, that's just a sad story there that it affected the uh, her uh, touring schedule. But uh, yeah, man, yeah. they are uh, the the Chiefs are uh, a very good team with or without her, and I think they'll be all right. <laughs> totally, totally agree. Love it, man. All right, and that leaves one more game left on the for the four o'clock slate, and that's my uh, Eagles Bills coming to town playing the Eagles in Philly. Yes. You want to take it first? Sure, sure. Okay. So, this is a very good Eagles team against a tough-to-figure-out Bills team. Um, Coming off of one, maybe their best offensive performance of the season, uh, or at least the last five weeks or so. Um, They they really torched the Dolphins that one week early, so that was probably their best performance overall. But this is a really – this is a – Mystifying team coming off of one of their better efforts against a very good team coming off of an okay effort. And uh, uh, I think the Eagles are just a little too much too much for the Bills, and they beat them uh, 31-23. Eagles beat them at home. Yeah, I, I got the Eagles as well. I don't really see um, any real scenario unless Buffalo just – you know, Josh Allen just completely lights up the Eagles. Yeah, agreed. agreed. I'm talking light up, light up, like like 400 yards and four touchdowns kind of at night. I agree with you 100% on that. And is that possible? Sure, it's Josh Allen, yep. you know. But is it probable? No. So you got you to gotta play the percentages there for me. That's, that's what all this boils down to. The Eagles find a way to win these games, even if they're not at their best. Um, and Buffalo is so up and down. So I'm I you got to go Philadelphia here, um, you know they're getting through this tough part of their, their schedule and so far unscathed they're getting through it they're still winning games and I think they're gonna it's gonna continue they're gonna win this game, and I have it thirty three to twenty one. Right on, right on. That makes sense to me, man. I'm right with you on your thought process. Should be a fun game, though, man. That's a that's a it should be a real interesting one to watch. I'm looking forward to that. I didn't even realize we're pretty close on the score again. Yeah, yeah, we are very. Uh, oh. <laughs> man, not that one point difference that we've had a few times, but still pretty close. All right, anything else on Bills Eagles? I'm good. All right, man. Let's hit the Sunday nighter then. Uh, <laughs> Ravens at Chargers. Our favorite. F the Chargers. <laughs> I am done with them. Love it. They lose stupid games all the time because they're stupidly coached. <laughs> I got nothing for the Chargers. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I thought I cornered the market on Brandon Staley hate, but you just expressed my uh, anger and rage towards him uh, perfectly. <laughs> and just because it's them, I'm going to predict the Baltimore Ravens win 42 to nothing. <laughs> I love that. I love it so much. That's awesome. (laughs) 42-0. That's awesome, dude. I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I am with you. I'm legitimately saying that. 42-0. That's my score. I love it. That's my favorite prediction of of the year so far. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. Uh, The Ravens are just a way better team. I don't care that they're on the road. The Chargers stink, uh, and they are they are led on high from uh, inept coach. 
Um, I'll give them a little more credit to the score, but uh, I hope yours is right. But I'm going 31 to 20, Ravens. Yeah, I mean, yours is definitely more realistic, but I just figured, screw it. I, I, I needed to show my disdain for them. So what better way than say they're going to lose 42 to nothing? I was tempted to say 100 to nothing. But that was better. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. All right. Now, moving on to Monday night, we have the, uh, the, the um, Bears at the Vikings made a little more interesting by uh, Fields being back. Agreed, um, but, I mean, Josh Dobbs is still probably the best story in the league, right? I love it. I am so, I love it. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it, and I'm rooting for him Me big time. Me too. Um, they're still positioned for the playoffs. I want him to succeed. Uh, they're at home. I think, you know, they should be able to handle this and get a 20-14 to 14 win. And um, Fields, yeah, he's playing better. He's back. Um, but I got to go with Minnesota right now. They were on a little bit of a roll. They they got, uh, you know, they, they got upended last week, but I think they get right back on the right track this week with a nice and tidy 20-14 to 14 win. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i with you. The uh, This is a – the Vikings are a solid team, and Dobbs is just a – what a story, man. I love this kind of thing. Absolutely love it. Um, Fields makes the score a little closer for me, but I'm going to pick the uh, the Vikings 23 to 16. All right, absolutely, I totally agree. And that is it, we just did it. We ran through the entire week, including Thanksgiving and all the good stuff coming up. Another great segment, love it, man. Love this, love doing this with you. It's so much fun. Uh, I finally have an outlet for all the stuff I used to just talk to myself in my living room about. So this is just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's always it's always fun talking about the league, talking about sports. You know, nothing like a good sports, you know, good sports talk, a good sports debate. Uh, whatever the case is, just it's just always a, a good time. Hopefully, that's uh, you know, we spark some of that when other people are watching and listening, and. Uh, yeah, I'll be back. You know, we're going to do this all year. We're going to do it right through the playoffs. We'll have some fun little segments here and there like we did last week with the uh, the playoffs. And um, we're going to just keep on trucking. Totally, totally enjoying it. Right back with or right back at you, my man. I love it. I look forward to it every week. Um, and we'll find some excuse to keep this trucking through the uh, off season too, with those little, uh, I, I love the one thing I've been thinking about ever since we talked about it the other week is a, uh, an NFL redraft. Um, just the whole freaking league, anybody, any age. You were talking about taking Parsons number two overall, which I love your Parsons love. And uh, um, <laughs> and I think that would be a fun I'm – I'm not quite sure how to do it yet exactly, but it could be fun to do like the, you know, the top ten picks if you redraft the league or something like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Or even even the whole first round. Yeah. Well, no, that's th- 32 picks. Well, yeah, you know what? Maybe you could probably get to 30. Why not? I, hey, man, I, I have fun with it. I love that kind of thing. So, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll fine-tune it between now and uh, the offseason, but I think that could be a fun uh, first one in the offseason. We'll see what we think at the time. Sure, no doubt. Okay, well, don't forget – about your podcast, you want to promote that? Oh, thank you, sir. So, yes, uh, on Soul Joel TV on YouTube, the podcast is called Bring Them Out. It's just Bring Them Out on all the listening apps. 
Uh, it's me and my man, Joel Richardson, uh, doing mostly comedy. Uh, we have a few other guests here and there that are very interesting as well, but mostly comedians. And um, uh, one thing I'd like to mention at Sunnybrook this week, at, if you're in the Pottstown area, we have a very special show com- uh, tomorrow night, Thanksgiving Eve. It is the comedy legend Dom Herrera. Dom Herrera uh, was on a Rodney Dangerfield uh, new comic special in the 80s on HBO and is wow. a Philly area legend. This dude's been around forever. He's been there, done that. He was on the Golden Girls, for crying out loud. Uh, this guy has, is an absolute legend. He lives in California, so he doesn't get home as much anymore. So this is a, your chance to see him in the area. And he's bringing an all-star lineup of uh, comics. Steve Rinaldi, who's one of our local favorites, a Philly guy. Um, and then headliners after that, Chris Kosha, who's been in the Philly area for years. He was on our podcast, uh, told a great story about opening up for Chaka Khan back in the day. And, uh, <laughs> um, Eleanor Kerrigan, who tours with Andrew Dice Clay, was engaged to him 20 years ago and uh, stayed his opener and friend. Jimmy Schubert. If you don't know Jimmy Schubert's name, he was part of Sam Kinison's pack. I I I know I know that name. Schubert sure. man. He was part of that wild ass crew that Sam Kinison had uh, wearing leather and and touring stadiums back uh, in the day. Sam Kinison, what a legend! Yeah, I loved Sam Kinison. Ah, uh, Sam My was goodness. man, dude. And Jimmy Schubert was. He would just scream. Oh, just dude, scream. the scream. The scene in Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, where he's the history professor. I mean. <laughs> Oh, it it doesn't get any better, brother. It doesn't get any better. And you have a direct connection, one of the last few direct connections to Sam Kennison coming to our ballroom on Wednesday night in Jimmy Shoot. Nice. So it's going to be a hell of a show. Thank you for letting me go off that a little bit. Everybody got to get out there. Will will there be a podcast associated with that show afterwards, or is this – you got to get people there to see it live. Uh, I think you're going to have to get there to see it live. I'm hoping to get a last-minute uh, word from Joel on a pod, but I haven't yet. So that just depends on the availability pre- and post-show of the various comics. So hopefully we'll get a last-minute word, and I'll be able to tell you something about it next week. All right. Sounds good. Perfect. Make sure you guys get out there if you're in the area. Sounds like an absolutely great night, and the podcast is funny as hell. I enjoy it as much as I, as much as I can. I, my time sometimes gets a little limited, but I definitely catch it. And every time I do, I laugh my ass off. So always good times. My man, I appreciate that very much. And thank you for uh, this uh, football podcast. I freaking love it. And I can't wait for Thanksgiving football. Me neither. All right. So with that one, I will ha- come back with a quick close. And until next week, man, I will see you later. There you have it. That is our week 12 preview. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Hopefully you enjoyed us for our week 11 review. And don't forget to join us next Wednesday for our week 12 review and our week 13 preview. Do it every Wednesday. Hopefully you guys enjoy that. Hopefully you guys also enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy your friends and family. All the good food. Eat a lot. It's the one day of the year. Everybody should just just pick out if you can and uh, just enjoy it. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the football. And until next week, I will see you later.